Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, what's going on, y'all? You're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show, as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care, a space for black women who are looking to get to where the healing, joy, and abundance resides. I want to just go ahead and dive right into today's episode. First, I want to go ahead and invite you to settle into the space if you can. Set an intention for this episode as you listen. What do you want to get out of this episode? What do you want to get out of this time that we are spending together, you and I, even though we're not face to face? So let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Usually I share what I did for self-care in the previous days or weeks, but this episode literally is all about that. So we not going to I'm not even going to make space for that because this is the space. This entire episode is the space. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. Okay, but I'm just going to put it all out there because I think it's important and I think it needs to be talked about. And what I want to talk about today is the fact that your body, sis, your body is the biggest truth teller that you'll ever have. Your body is the biggest truth teller that you will ever have. Okay, so I, I, I try to be as respectful as possible when it comes to sharing my truth, because I know that my truth is attached to the truth, truths of other people that are in my life or I've dealt with or someone that I might know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I realize that. But it's like there's I'm still trying to figure out, like, where is the line of me being completely open and honest? You know what I'm saying? So all that to say, you know, some things I may not be able to go into as much as I would like to. It could be because of just my personal comfort zone or it could be because just, again, out of respect for other people. Okay, but I do try to figure out ways to share as much as possible. So at least you can get the gist of what I'm talking about. Okay, and then apply it to you as you see fit. Take the meat, spit out the bone, right? You're familiar with that phrase, okay? Okay, so again, your body, sis, is the biggest um, truth teller. So recently, I had a situation happen, and boy, oh boy, we've talked about boundaries, excuse me, boundaries before on the podcast at least several times. That is a part of, you know, something that I value and something that I am shifting towards in my identity, just being someone that sets proper boundaries and expectations. It is not easy. It is not easy. I'm going to say it again. It is not easy for someone like me who feels like and or felt like For a very big portion of my life, my boundaries were trampled left and right, okay? And to reiterate, in case you're new here, welcome, sis. I forgot to say that, my bad. 
And welcome back to all of you that are, you know, returning and riding with me for life. <laughs> um, to reiterate, in case you did not know, I am in my late 40s. And I am proof positive, honey, that it is never too late to snatch your life back up. <laughs> it is never too late to honor yourself. It is never too late to learn something new. It is never too late to try new things. It is never too late to get out of your box and comfort zone, even though it can be oof, so hard. It, it is never too late. I don't care if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I don't care. It is never too late to begin to honor yourself, to um, prioritize yourself, to prioritize your humanity, to prioritize your wellness, your well-being, your safety, um, your life, like your joy, your peace. It's, it's never too late. And a big part of that is just being okay with the learning portion, the action portion. We receive a lot of information, but a lot of times, at least speaking for myself, it would take a long time, depending on what it was, what was required to actually take action on the things that I have been learning. Or I would take action, but it would just, I would kind of like cherry pick, pick and choose. Oh, that's kind of easy for me. I'll just do that one. But this big scary thing, I ain't doing that. I ain't touching that. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm too scared. I don't want to do that. Does that sound familiar? Because that's been a part of my self-care as well. I'm definitely expanding, growing, learning, healing, like all of those things. So many things I have just learned. Uh, from about myself and about life and about other people as I continue to elevate and prioritize myself and my, my, my wellness and, you know, in part during or due to my self-care habits, routines, and, and how I identify as someone who um, aligns with black women deserve to be well and be whole, Okay. Um, but there are still some things that I am walking through. There are still some things that are very sore to and hard to address, hard to be upfront about with other people, hard to look square in the eye. Um, you know, it ain't easy all the time. It ain't easy all the time. Self-care can be hard. Prioritizing your mental, well, your, your well-being, it can feel hard. It can be hard. It can be. Real talk. Okay, I know that we all want to follow this trend of quote unquote soft life, um, and that's amazing. I'm all for soft life. I do believe though that I guess in order to get to that soft life, if you will, like we've got to really be honest about the barriers that are in between that soft life and, and, and kind of like where we are, like what, what's what's standing in the way of that. Does that make sense? So here we are. I'm trying to figure out as I shift in my chair here. I don't know why I chose to sit in a leather chair to record this podcast episode. Um, so it's probably going to be a little bit noisy. But um, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. So something recently happened. And the the the... The best thing that I can tell you is, or the, as transparent as I can be, is that a situation popped up where uh, someone wanted to wanted me to do something that would allow them to do some things that they needed to do or wanted to do for their well-being. 
But in order for them, for that to happen, I would have had to have been put out um, for an extended period of time. And I had done it before, this person I care about. I've done it several times. Um, and, and don't get it twisted, this person has definitely helped me as well. But there, there have been times where I would allow myself to do certain things even though I, like certain boundaries were crossed. Like it could have been like the length of time or just different things like that. And I wouldn't really say anything because I wanted to make sure that that person was good. Right? Just like they've had my back too. But I wanted to make sure that person was good. But they came to me again and wanted me to do certain things again. And this is where I'm going to be talking about how your body is the biggest truth teller. No matter how much we, we may want to ignore the signs, our body is a living thing, obviously. And as tends to happen with living things, there are signs and signals and things that happen when it encounters the feel uh, or the fear of like, um, like stress or anxiety or fear or things like that. Your body starts to tell a story it, it, or it starts to give you signals. It starts to give you indicators that something is not right and it needs to be addressed. Okay. So as much as we try to ignore, like you may not know exactly what the problem is, but the body will give us indicators that something is awry. Something's off. Something needs to be looked at. Something needs to be addressed. Something ain't right, sis. Something ain't right. <laughs> right. And when this person reached out to me and requested my help in this way, I had to sit with it for a second because my body just started giving off red flags. And I'm going to be honest with you, when I've gotten these red flags in the past, and, and please hear me when I say the person's not bad, okay? Or what, what they were requesting was not bad, all right? But it was a boundary for me for a variety of reasons that I honestly cannot go into right now. Okay. But when they made the request, I got the I got the red flags. I got the alarms popping off. And usually when that happens with this specific person, I would just trample them down or I would ignore them. I would ignore them. And then when I was doing the things that they requested for the amount of time they requested, I would be irritated resentful, angry, stressed out, uncomfortable, no peace, right? Just to make sure that person was good. I know we've talked about this tons of times on the podcast, but the, the difference is actually putting it into action, right? Actually being able to put the things that we talk about into action, okay? And that might be a struggle point for you. But yeah, your body is definitely going to let you know that something's not right. And I really want you to lean into those moments and sit with those moments and not just allow them to just be like a passing thing. Like, okay, you know, this, my body's reacting in this way, but you know, it's okay. It is what it is. I'm used to it. I can push through it, It'll, you know, it might, it might take me some time to recover, which was the case for me. It would take me time to recover after, um, doing 
these specific things. It would take me time, sometimes days, sometimes like a week or two to recover. And for the record, in case I need to say this, this is not in regards to any type of sexual thing. Um, I, I don't want anyone leaving this um, podcast episode thinking that I'm talking about like sexual abuse or some type of violation of my body in that way. Okay. I'm not talking about that at all. I think I do need to make that very clear. Um, this is not a case of someone coming to me and saying something about, Hey, or whatever, like just violating my body in that. No, this is not what that is. Okay. I want to make sure I take that off the table, like immediately. Cause as I'm talking, I'm like, Hmm, I want to make sure that I'm making that very clear. Okay. It's not anything like that. All right. Um, okay. So yeah, you may have noticed that your body's giving you signs and maybe you didn't even know like kind of like where those signs were coming from. Like maybe you didn't even know what it was, but it could, it could be a variety of things. I feel like we're the best ones to know when our bodies are off, when our bodies are reacting to something. Um, like for example, I know that my body does not like coconut and I've had it proven, unfortunately, unfortunately, um, in a very embarrassing way that I'm not going to talk about, but, um, yeah, like you are the best one to know if something's off in your body, whether it's something that you feel internally or externally, you are the, you are the best judge of what's happening to and within your body. And I want us as black women to make sure that we heed the call. Like we, we, we honor ourselves and we listen to what our body is telling us. There's a book called the body keeps the score. Um, and of course I don't have the gentleman's name, I read it some time ago. I can see the cover in my head. I think it's like blue with some black bodies on it, like sh shadow bodies. Um, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but it's a really good book. I want to invite you to get that book in case you want to dive into that a bit much more than what I'm going to be doing in this podcast. And it's called The Body Keeps the Score. Um, so some of the things that I experienced in this situation on that day that this this popped up that immediately let me know that what the person was asking me for was not going to be okay for me was resentment frustration my, my stomach started hurting i started getting panicky i'm sure my heart started speeding up i was i felt angry like all of these things right my body started feeling tight just considering doing what was asked of me to do that is not normal. Like the reaction I'm sure is normal, but like having to feel that way is not like how I want. I don't want to normalize feeling. I don't want to have to normalize feeling that way anymore. And I, again, pr promise you, I, I have felt these things in my body and every time, just about every time in, in this type of situation, I've just dismissed it. Okay. And I'm sure that has led to a lot of dis- ease d-i-s hyphen e-a-s-e in my body okay but i can tell you that on this day y'all something something interesting happened and it was like my body said enough is enough Bree, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stand up for yourself this time you're gonna have to say no you're gonna have to speak up because we like this is my body like we can't do this no more literally is what my body was telling me like you got to take a stand now because what's coming you're not going to want any parts of 
you have to say something. And now is the time. And I had to be okay with that, with, 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 with discomfort. Let me explain to you. Um, a lot of times when I was doing things, and not just in this situation, but in, in situations where I wanted to make sure somebody else was good or people please, like, you know, because that was my thing. I never felt like as I was uh, in my younger time, I never felt like it was okay for me to have boundaries. It was I didn't feel like it was okay for me to speak up for myself because when I did, I felt like I was penalized or rejected or... Um, you know, like maybe that someone wouldn't be, they, they didn't have the bandwidth or the mo emotional maturity to be able to um, be at peace with me, you know, prioritizing myself or speaking up for myself or getting what I need, okay, versus honoring what they, what they need. I never felt comfortable doing that. And so that's a part of the relearning that I'm doing right now. Currently uh, in my self-care, this is something that I talk through with my therapist. And I'm going to share a few notes that he gave me that I really want you to um, quickly jot down and listen to. Or, yeah, jot down and listen to. I'll get into that in a moment. But, um, again, going back to the discomfort, y'all. Something happens. And we have two choices at least two choices, or at least two choices that I'm going to talk about on this podcast episode. When it comes to discomfort, okay, it's either going to be, because it, it, it's going to be uncomfortable regardless. Like when you are setting the boundary, it's going to be uncomfortable, period, at least until you are in a place where you're more comfortable setting boundaries with people and speaking up for yourself and honoring yourself in, in, in ways that have been historically hard for you. Okay. So if you're not in that place yet, it's going to be uncomfortable. When I thought about setting this boundary, I was so anxious. Like my body just went through a whole lot of stuff during that period. Okay. I was so fearful. I was so anxious. I was scared to set the boundary. As silly as that may sound, that's my truth. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I was afraid. I was, I'm a grown ass woman, excuse my French. And I was afraid to set a boundary with this specific person. Okay. Do you have anyone in your life like that? Like, is this resonating, excuse me, resonating with you? So I had two options basically. And you have two options in this case, either a, my option was I'm I'm gonna be resentful during the time during the time period that my boundaries uh, weren't being honored. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be resentful. I'm gonna be angry. I'm gonna be annoyed. I'm gonna be irritated. I'm not gonna be walking in my truth. I'm not gonna be at peace. I'm not gonna be at ease. There's not gonna be any flow in my life during this time frame. Okay, so I had to be okay with that discomfort which I've done in the past, and it wasn't easy. I didn't like myself during that time. I didn't like, I just, it was just hard. <laughs> or B, I'm going to possibly make someone mad, angry, irritated, like those things that I didn't feel like, that I felt. <clears throat> I would feel if it was, if I was going with option A. Option B is like, that person's going to be mad at me. That person may reject me. That person may not like me. That person may withhold 
uh, support or love or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? There's a, there's a variety of things. But I, I, I possibly will be, will be making that person very mad. I possibly will be throwing that person's life or schedule out of whack. And I have to sit with that and be okay with that. And so all these thoughts thoughts were bubbling up. Like I was thinking about this, right? Either A or B, A or B, A or B. Which one are you going to do? Which one makes sense? And let me tell you something, okay? At some point, at some point, you will choose yourself over someone else's possible anger or irritation or discomfort. You will do it. You're, you will get to a point where option A is no longer a viable option and it's off the table, period. There will come a time when if you, 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 you know that if you do option A, it's going to be like you you'd be entering a point of no return like it's just like it's just no long like you 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 know that option a is not survivable survivable i know that sounds dramatic but that's just how i felt not saying i was going to self harm or anything like that i'm just saying it wasn't survivable as in like i feel like it would have just really broke me down to 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 do those things again I couldn't tolerate it again I couldn't overstep my needs anymore I couldn't I couldn't I, I had to support myself because you you got to be able to support yourself more than you're always putting the needs of other people you got to be able to support yourself more than supporting other people's desires as helpful as we are, as helpful as we want to be to friends, spouses, children, jobs, family, like et cetera, like whatever makes sense for you. As much as we want to do our best and support others because we have the heart for that, or we just, you know what I'm saying? Or we can empathize with other people and their needs. I, I get it because that's me. We don't want to do this to the point where like we just can't, we can't come back from that, right? I had to prioritize myself more than the needs of another person. And that felt really hard for me, but that was my truth. And when I settled on that, my body settled as well. Because again, my body, your body, like our bodies, like that's one of the biggest truth tellers we will ever, ever experience in life. So, yeah, that that option A or option B popped like that. That was what popped into my head. And I can tell you, like, I don't want any parts of a relationship or situation that don't allow me to freely express who I am, freely ex express my boundaries or, you know, just whatever, be able to show up for myself or to say no. Right. I don't want any parts of a relationship um, or situation or or job or experience like that doesn't allow me to 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 do that freely 
without fear of backlash, without fear of emotional immaturity or someone paying me back because, well, you didn't do it this time, so I ain't doing it for you. Like I, like, or, or even violence. Like I, I don't need that in my life. I don't need people in my in my life like that are like that. I don't. I don't want people that are like that around me. Like, uh, or again, jobs, situations, experiences, things like that. Like I, I'm good. I don't want any parts of that in, in, in a relationship or a situation that I'm experiencing. Like I, I have the right to be able to express myself the way that I need to express myself. I have the right to, to protect myself the way that I need to. And that doesn't mean that the other party has to be like rainbows and sunshine about it because people are allowed to feel how they feel just like I am or just like you are. But just because they might be feeling some kind of way doesn't give them permission to abuse or, or like just be this to toxic, hostile, you know, situation. And if they are, like, you don't have to accept that. You, you don't have to just sit there and take it. Does that make sense? You have options, sis. You got options. You do. Even though it feels hard and uncomfortable, like, you have options. So I'm going to take a quick break right here. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP Verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. 
Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. All right, so I'm back. So I wanted to briefly um, tell you some of the things that my therapist reminded me of when I talked to that person about what I've been kind of experiencing um, and then I'm going to also give you some journal prompts um, that I want you to jot down and just kind of like think through this week. OK, um, I want to make sure that I mention, obviously, that I'm not a therapist when I provide this type of information. It's just me sharing what has helped me or just thoughts that I've kind of had as I've been working through some things. Just so, again, you can, you know, take the meat and spit out the bone. OK, we ain't that, ain't that I'm sure that's an African proverb. It feels like one. Right. Um, so let's see here. He gave me several things, but um, I'm just going to pull out a couple, maybe two or three. All right. So one of the things that they reminded me is like, I don't need to beat myself up for how I feel about the dynamic of the situation that I'm experiencing. Right. When it comes to our relationships or when it comes to our jobs or when it comes to the environments that we're in, like there's history there, right? Things don't just necessarily happen overnight and boom, you're like, now this person, you know what I'm trying to say? Like there's history there, there's time there, there's things that have transpired, good and not so good, great, harmful, toxic, beautiful, like whatever, there's history there. And so what you want to remind yourself is like, Regardless of how you feel, especially in those moments where you have to make hard choices, like you don't have to beat yourself up for making those choices and you don't have to beat yourself up for how you feel about uh, the situation overall and the dynamic, again, of Alexa, stop. Sorry about that. Uh, about the dynamic of the relationship or the experience that you're you're going through. Okay, you don't have to listen. You don't have to sugarcoat it. You don't have to. I'm not. I'm not telling you to be harmful with your actions or be harmful with your words. Like that's going in a whole other direction. Like you don't have to meet toxicity with toxicity. You don't have to meet harm with harm. Right. Um, but you don't have to beat yourself up about it. Like you, how you feel is how you feel. When I was feeling angry, when I was feeling irritated, when I was feeling like, you know, the, like all, all the emotions, because I'm telling you, my therapist got all the emotions on that day. Like I was <laughs> like, 
you don't have to, you know, berate yourself. You don't have to be like, like, if you feel some kind of way, you don't have to be like, like taking it back and trying to soften it up. Like how you feel is how you feel. Okay. And we need to learn how to be more honest with our feelings with ourselves instead of trying to brush over those feelings and ignore them or bypass them or anything like that. So how you feel is how you feel. All right. Um, so let's see something else that they reminded me of is that I'm looking through all these notes, child. Um, you're your most important investment. It's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to like, do what you got to do. Um, and just be okay with living with that discomfort. Like I mentioned before, like we're going to have discomfort. Everything is not going to be easy. Everything is not just going to, you know, even work out the way that we, we really wanted them to, or envision them to, or imagine them to be like, it's just not always going to be the case. But at the end of it all, you have to remember that you are your most important investment, okay? And that means that your wellness matter, your mental, your, your mental health matters, your physical health matters, your, your spirit matters, like all of it, like all these things, like you are the most important part of it all. That may sound selfish. I, I really don't know how that's landing, but that's my truth. Like I have to remember that I am my most important investment. And I'm saying that as someone that is a mother, I'm saying that as someone that, you know, is a daughter, as someone that is a sister or yeah, you know, used to be a sister or someone that is a friend, like you're, you're your most important investment. And as such, it's okay to do things that will continue to align you with the life that you deserve. And with the feelings that you want to feel and with the overall wholeness and wellness that you deserve. Okay. So always remember that you're your most important investment. Sometimes that means doing option one. Sometimes it means doing option seven, like whatever makes sense. Um, but just keep that in the forefront of, of your mind. All right. Um, let's see, what else can I share? I'm trying to look through these notes here. Um, mm, something else that was really a great reminder is when they told me that um, as you're setting up your boundaries, okay, since we do grow, we do evolve, we do change, life happens, things flow, things ebb, you know what I'm saying? Like life be life. And um, with that said, like he reminded me that I don't need to lock myself into any terms that I set because I might feel differently uh, six weeks from now, five months from now, two years from now than I do, do in this present day. So as your relationships shift, as your time on the job shift, as your, you know, just as, as again, life be lifing and we continue evolving and learning and unpacking and growing and healing, um, like how you feel today. Let's say, for example, someone asked to borrow some money. And they always come around asking to borrow money. Um, and, and you like if they come to you like, hey, can I, I, I can I hold a thousand dollars? I have X, Y, Z going on and I really need your help. And let's say even though in, on the inside you're fuming at this person. OK, let's say it's your sister. 
you're fuming at this person, um, you give it to her because you know you can empathize. You know, hey, I've been in a tight spot before. And I hate that feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really wish I could have support. Like you, you, you understand where that person's coming from. In other words, long story short, you, you can empathize, right? Um, so you've been, you, you loan her the thousand um, dollars. And to, and generally, you know, she pays you back or whatever. There's no problems. But as you continue healing and unpacking things and, and, and looking at your triggers, your trauma, things that, you know, just your life in general and, and, and the type of life you want to live. Maybe six months later, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that anymore for whatever reason, just because you just don't want to do that. Let's say now you're prioritizing saving a thousand dollars a month, for example, I don't know. Um, and so her doing that kind of changes the plans that you have for your life, you know, giving or, or loaning a thousand dollars. It's okay to no longer do that for that person or to change it up. Maybe maybe you're okay with letting her borrow $200 this time and that just pisses her off because she's like, you know, you know, you you know every month I come to you for a thousand, for example, or um, you you know I got to pay this car off and it's a thousand dollars a month or whatever the case may be. Your comfort zone is different. It has changed. Your boundary has changed. You've moved the boundary. And now all you're willing to give is $200. And she's furious. She's furious with you, right? Um, that's okay. As uncomfortable as it may be, right? Because it is safe for you to change your, your terms. You don't have to be locked into it one way or another, Okay. Um, she can feel how she feels. That's okay. That's her right. But she doesn't have the right to come to you with that harmful, toxic anger and stress. Like you don't, you don't have to sit there and listen to that. You don't have to sit there and take that. Okay. And you don't have to apologize for changing the terms. You can tell her, Hey sis, um, you know, I don't have a thousand dollars. Going forward, I will be okay with $200 and she'll either take it or she won't. That's not, that's not really up for you to figure out. Um, but it's, it's okay for you to, 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 again, because you are your number one investment. It's okay to not lock yourself into what you did in the past. And it's okay for you to change your mind. It's okay for you to do what works for you. Okay. That, that's the point. <laughs> it's okay for you to do what works for you. Um, one other powerful thing that he mentioned to me that I wrote down was that how someone feels does not determine the decisions that you make. So kind of like what I was saying before with the money, like how she feels, like if she's big mad and says, you know, I feel like you don't support me and I'm not speaking to you anymore. Like, the old me and, and still and still me, I'm working through this, would be, you know, like, oh, God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Every time I say that like that, I think of Kevin Hart. Oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> but um, old Brie, as in just in the last whatever, re recent Brie, um, like, I would have to really be rethinking things if that if someone said that, like, I'm not like, for example, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Like, I would be like, oh, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would be shook like, oh, God, 
Like, oh no, I want them to be my friend. I don't want her to be mad. I better change my mind. Like, I, I better just do it because I don't, I don't want her to be mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not operating on that energy anymore. I can tell you that once, once I set this boundary, like everything shifted for me. I know that sounds really drastic, but for me, boundaries are like, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> tell you, like I told my friend recently, like, you know, the game Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, whatever, especially like the ones, the versions on the Wii, um, I remember there used to be one version of Mario, I can't remember which one it was, where Bowser's kids, you know how at the end of each level you have to beat the, the he's not a dragon, whatever the hell he is, you know what I'm talking about, King Koopa, yes, I'm a nerd, I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for it, but King Koopa um, had kids, or his name was Bowser, whatever, and at the end of each level, like, you had to fight one of his kids, like, you had to fight one of his kids, like, defeat them to go to the next level. And that's what it felt like for me. Like when I set that boundary, it felt like I unlocked the last level. I, I unlocked the victory. I unlocked, like I saved the princess. <laughs> cause I am, I unlocked something. I know I'm like, cause it's kind of funny when I think about like aligning this, like a video game, but that's where my mind went. Uh, but I really honestly, real talk felt like something unlocked within me. And I feel like I defeated the greatest monster if you will on the level of, of the game and so now if I feel like everything else that I, that I need to do going forward I'm not saying it's going to be easy I'm not saying that there's not going to still be some big things but I feel like now I'm I'm able to kind of coast downhill because I've done one of the scariest things in my mind that I had to do and so I know that I don't have to change my mind just because of how someone feels about me, how what someone says to me. Um, it is OK for me to stick with my boundary. It is OK to do what feels right and best for me. Right. So again, how someone feels like about you or about the situation or whatever, like how are they decide to come to terms with whatever boundary you set? Like it doesn't the deter it doesn't determine the decisions that you make going forward. It just doesn't unless you allow it to, of course. But I'm just letting you know that like you don't have to. You don't have to. All right. So um I've got some journal prompts. I need to find them actually, because I actually did. I don't think I wrote them in my notepad. I think I put them on my phone. So let me get to them here. Yeah. So I have some journal prompts that I, I want you to take some time this week, honestly, really thinking through. So here's the first one What signals does your body? give you when a boundary is either about to be crossed or it has been crossed like what what signs and signals do you notice what does that feel like for you what does that look like for you what does your body say like what is what truth is your body telling um when it come when it's when it bumps up against these these boundaries that are not set in your life that's the first one i want you to think take some time thinking through Something else I want you to think through this week is, and this question was asked of me by someone in my sister's circle. Hey, Danielle. Uh, and I thought it was profound. Who do you want to show up as in the relationship or situation? 
who do you want to show up as in that in that situation? Like who who do you want to be? What does that look like? How does that person speak? How does that person show that her boundary is her boundary? How does that person if if this is what you want to do? Like who who do you want to be? Like how do you want to show up in for that person or in that situation? Like are there certain things you're okay with, certain things you're not okay with? Like what does that look like? I think that's really important to do some journaling around. And that's something that I haven't yet had the opportunity to do, but I will be doing that this week. Who do you want to show up as? How how do you want to be? Who do you want to be in that relationship or, or in that experience, in that job or whatever? Another journal prompt that I want you to think through is like, what are your boundaries? What are your boundaries? Many of us don't even know. We don't know what our boundaries are because we've just been conditioned to just do whatever. Like this person asks, so that just automatically means I got to do it or this my job requires even though this ain't what I signed up for and since I've been doing it all these years, I'm just going to keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like what are your boundaries? What are your boundaries? Um and then something else I want you to think about is what areas of you are in need of healing? What areas are you in need of healing that are keeping you from joy, peace, right? Me not addressing certain boundaries really opens up the window and and gives me insight to the areas of my life that are in need of healing. Areas where I have felt damaged, bruised, unloved, unwanted, harmed, hurt, um, unworthy, um, stupid, selfish, um, things like that. Like when, when you can start to identify what your boundaries are and even some, like what some of the fears are behind the boundaries that you have not been able to implement, um, it, 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 it shines the light on some areas that are still in need of some, some understanding and some care and, and healing. So Take some time writing about that too. The more you can jot down or journal through or jot down, yeah, same thing, um, through some of these things, I feel like the more you're going to be in alignment with your true self, the more you're going to be in alignment with with liberation and freedom, the more you're going to be in alignment with, you know, living the type of life that you deserve and are worthy of. So in case you missed those questions, I'll read them again really, really quickly. So again, what signals does your body give you when your boundaries are being crossed? Who do you want to be or who do you want to show up as or how do you want to show up in, in your relationships or in your experiences? Right. What does that what does that woman look like? What does that woman do? What are your boundaries? What are your boundaries? And then what areas um, are in are still in need of healing? There's no shame in that. We gotta we gotta you know take the blanket off. We've gotta we've gotta take off the 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 self judgment. We've gotta take off the shame and the and the guilt and all of that is gonna start to you know come to fruition the more that we are able to honor our truth. Okay. 
So that's it for this week's episode. Um, I really hope that you got something from this. I really hope that it helps you in your, your journey to living a more healed and whole life. If you felt something, <laughs> I want to say felt some kind of way, <laughs> but if you felt something that you want to express, I get really great emails from you. You can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com. If you found this episode helpful, I would really appreciate it if you were to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes as well um, as share this episode with your people. You know, I, we, we're not gatekeepers here. So, um, the more that we're able to share like podcasts like this or resources or books or things like that, the more that we collectively are going to, um, have the freedom that we, we deserve. Right. So that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for tapping in. Have a blessed week and I will see you on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.